Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. It's Pastor Jay with Anointed Radio, and we're going to start off in normal fashion. And the normal fashion is we're going to come out with a scripture and then get with a prayer. Amen. Amen. Today's scripture we're coming out of is Colossians 3 and 15. And it says, let the peace of Christ rule in your heart, since as a member of one body, you were called to peace and be thankful. Be a peacemaker in all situations. No matter what you're going through, no matter how angry you are, remember to go back to peace because peace goes back to love. And if you got love, you got God. Amen. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we just thank you tonight, God. We thank you, God, for everything that you're doing. We thank you, God, for all the things that you're going to do. God, let us be able to reach the unreachable, teach the unteachable, and be able to even touch even the hardest hearts tonight, God. Let something that will be said tonight where they could say, what can I do to be saved? Where you plant that seed while you water it and flourish it in their life to bring a change, God. God, let everybody under the sound of my voice, let them be able to have a breakthrough. Let them be able to have a financial blessing. Let them be able to have a peace that no one could take from them in their mind that you give, God. God, we thank you, God. Enlarge the territory of anointed radio right now in the name of Jesus. God, bring an overflow of blessings. God, bring an overflow that will bring more people to even know about anointed radio, God, where we could be able to get more people to hear about your word as we spread the gospel across the world, God. God, we love you. God, we thank you. God, we give you all the glory and all the praise. And we say that all in Jesus' precious name. And let us all say, amen, 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 amen. This is Pastor Jay. And like always, I got something to say. You can follow me at Anointed Jaylon on Instagram, Twitter, and you can be able to follow me at Jay Calhoun on um, Facebook and Jay Calhoun on Clubhouse. I don't be on Clubhouse. I might come back and start doing some rooms on Clubhouse. I don't know. It's just not the mode right now. We out, Outside is open, you know. The, I really want to go back outside. So being on Clubhouse, that's being inside. Amen. Amen. So, well, one thing I wanted everybody to know is to make sure if you didn't know, now you know. My Team Rep Jesus is coming out June 5th. That is next week, y'all. We did the music video and we got the song that's just fire. It's going to take the summer for a Christian hip hop where we're talking about who? My Team Rep Jesus my team go hard. It's about to go crazy. The music video went crazy. I want to give a shout out to Icy Jones, Eternal, um, Tony Shea Productions, Mo Danger, um, Teray Cannon, Michael Williams, Rain, um, uh, Dr. Nia G came all the way from Florida to support. Um, I'm, I know I'm not missing. Oh, Moon, Ian, Everybody came out to support with the um, with the music video. I appreciate you. Shout outs to Red Wall Studios where we had the music video. We had lights. I had the usher in the background, the usher lights. I was like, oh my gosh. I was, I was going crazy. It was crazy. You'll see June 5th. Make sure you go and get my team reps. Jesus, you could be able to go to my Instagram and check out in the profile where you could pre-add it so you don't miss the release date on um, Anointed Jaylon where you can get My Team Rep Jesus automatically to your phone and on your playlist on music, uh, Apple Music or on Spotify. With that being said, you could still go get 
while you're waiting for my team rep, Jesus, you could go get Renew My Praise. Jesus, you make me happy and wake up blessed on all streaming platforms right now. You can actually go check out Renew My Praise music video um, on Vivo, um, where we're at, I think, 120K views. It's, a, it's bananas. It's go crazy. So go check it out. So with that being said, make sure you follow my co-host, Dr. Marvinetta Clay, Las Vegas' favorite auntie. Um, she's got some songs. She got I Thank God. I got Fly. She got Fly Away coming. It's going to be some church slaps, y'all. And if you don't know what slaps mean, it means bangers. It means jams. Let me break it down to you. It's going to go crazy. I mean, every church is going to be rocking with Dr. Marvinette Clay's new song, Fly Away, and I Thank God. Another person I uh, want you to shout out is Chris Johnson, all the way out of Chicago, where you could follow him at Sing Chris J on all social media platforms. And his website is um, singchrisj.com and Dr. Marvinetta Clay's website is drmarvinettaclay.com. You get her shirts or her, um, she makes even custom dominoes. She making Pastor Jason custom domino, uh, dominoes with Raiders on the back. It's custom colors. It's going to go crazy. I can't wait to slap bones and say dominoes. How y'all doing? Exactly. And then make sure you go follow, um, Chiquita Andrews, um, the book author of Train to Be Broken But Is Unbroken, probably said that wrong, but it's in Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and all of those publishing areas. Make sure you go check out her book. It's a real good story to be able to tell how someone could be with the wrong upbringing and the wrong programming, even from family and friends and even the church. Uh-oh. And be able to not let that make her broken, but be able to make it, make it through. So amen to that. Make sure you go follow her on social media at Chiquita Andrews. And um, yeah, I think that's really it on that part. I know Las Vegas is opening June 1st. The mass mandate's happening. So make sure you still stay safe. All the people that are out there, even if you're vaccinated, still stay cautious because they don't know. We all still learn in this pandemic, but we outside though, because we outside. Amen. We outside. There's concerts coming up. There's uh, so much stuff down the pipeline, award shows. Everything is opening back up. But while everything opens back up and traveling starts going again, make sure you stay safe. That's the main thing that's happening. If you didn't learn anything in the pandemic, self-wealth is important, especially your health is definitely the wealth that you need in your life. Amen. Because if you don't got your health, you, you ain't getting no wealth. Amen. Amen. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and bring up our guests. And our guest tonight is my pastor from Christ the King Christian Fellowship here in Las Vegas. And his name is Pastor Russ Bowman. Crazy. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? So go ahead, go ahead and tell everybody where they could follow you and where they could find you. Hey, my name is Pastor Russell Bowman on Facebook. Russell Bowman, no title, just Russell Bowman. And I'm also on Instagram at Russ underscore B11 underscore uh, 73. That's me, man. Go hit me up. But the easiest way to get me, I'm old. Just follow me on Facebook, Russell Bowman. Amen. And where can they find our church? What is the address? Man, we are in North Las Vegas, 
at 4085 North Rancho Drive, Suite 110 and Suite 120, soon to be Suite 130. Speak it. All right. That's what I'm talking about. So um, we're going to come and talk a, a lot with Pastor Bowman. But one thing that I want everybody to know is share, like, and subscribe. If you're looking for all day gospel, make sure you download the anointed radio app where you get 24 hour gospel uninterrupted. And you could be able to listen to your gospel jams and the things that you like to listen to that's with no cuss words, or you could be able to listen to it at the park at work, in the car, and not be embarrassed by it. Go ahead and download the Anointed Radio app or check out Anointed Radio on your Alexa. You just say, hey, Alexa, play the Anointed Radio Network, and it works. Go check it out, Anointed Radio Network. Make sure you like, like subscribe, uh, subscribe, all my people that's watching this on YouTube. Like, subscribe, comment, send in the comments. we like to see your love. And uh, make sure that you, you follow us on the podcast because every show we do, you could go play it back at the podcast, and we're on all podcast platforms but title because Jay-Z be hating, and I'm going to say it until either he sends me a cease and assist, which then I'll have to stop saying it, or he actually adds me on title. Amen. So I, I'm going to go for the second one. But with that being said, we're going to go ahead and go into the um Go into the music mix, and with on the music mix, I wanted to play We Win, um, the new Kurt Franklin and Lil Baby gospel track that's going to be on the new Space Jam um, movie soundtrack, which I can't wait to see the new Space Jam with LeBron and see if they keep it up from what the first one was with Michael, because I don't think they could top with Michael Jordan in, in the first one, but we'll see. But the soundtrack sounds like it's going to be fire and we win is is a win for us because to have a gospel track on a major featured film that's dope so with that being said we're going to go ahead and go into we win and we will see y'all in a minute i want to talk to you i want to talk to you just We can't do it together, and I ain't breaking my word. I just wish that I could fly like a bird, get away from this earth. Had a prayer and prayer, felt that was curved. Always tell myself it could have been worse. Never going back, I broke the reverse. It comes from my soul, no need to rehearse. A lot of time I was in need of work. Talked to God like I needed to work. Jumped in line like I needed it first. But I was being selfish. You know this don't affect a lot of people. I was being careless. Took a break and stepped away. I'm coming back when I get ready. I know this breaks people into pieces, but I ain't gonna let it. Yo, Blaze, you crazy for this one. Hey. All the champions out there feel so good. Hey, I said it feels so good. We will, we will, we will, we will, we will. Make it better. I believe that. If you find a side, together we can touch the skies. 
Let's go. Striving for greatness. At the same time, keeping my patience. Can't be racing to nobody grave. I'm cool with this patience. I can drop at any given time. I'm holding my aces. I see disappointment all in their faces. The turtles still cross the finish line. We done break the bar so many times. It's only right they give me mine. Coming by myself together, we really shine. Long as I keep putting my faith and trust in God, I know that everything will be fine. Real for it, real stand up. God ain't never breaking my time. I believe I can do anything. Ain't never changing my mind. Life's all about patience. Take it one day at a time. Life's all about patience. Take it one day at a time. Now.
Oh, you 
That was Dr. Marvinetta Clay, Worship Forever. And then it's your season by the Antioch Church Family uh, Choir that I used to be part of. And then um, Gerald with um, Any Day Now. And we win with Lil Baby and Kurt Franklin. Just in case you want to know the playlist, I will post it later in the chat. But we are going to go into the interview with Pastor Russell Bowman, everybody. Bring him back onto the stage. And um, we're going to go ahead in normal anointed radio fashion, and we're going to start with a Pastor Jay icebreaker question. You ready? All right. So the past, uh, the ice, icebreaker question tonight is this. If you had a choice of what gift God could give you, what gift would you give yourself? It don't have to be a biblical gift, do it? Whatever gift. <laughs> hey, this is serious. I always want to walk on water. <laughs> you wanted to walk on water? I want to walk on water, man. Then I don't have to catch no plane. I don't have to drive. I just walk to where I got to go. But we live I mean, in Las Vegas. Where's the water? It don't matter. Hey, it's always water. People always drowning. We in desert. <laughs> hey. Amen. Yeah. I caught you slipping. You might get in a plane crash. Might the, the cruise ship might sink. Hey, I'm gone. And you could walk back. Walk back. That, that, that's a long walk. Amen. <laughs> so I, I have to ask this, introducing you to some and reintroducing you to others. Um, where is your hometown and where do you reside now? Listen, hometown, Philadelphia, born and raised. Do I need to finish this sentence? Nah. Okay. <laughs> Philadelphia, man, I'm a Philly kid. Um, found my way to California by way of the Navy. Uh, spent pretty much majority of my life in the, uh, California, 93 to uh, pretty much maybe three years ago. And now here in good old desert, Las Vegas. For the It'll be three years, July 9th, that I've been here in Las Vegas. Amen. So first question I have to ask you is this. What was the very first ministry you did in church? Man, the very first, I would have to say, this is seriously, like clean up, clean up. Very first ministry, I would have to say clean up. Why? Raised by my grandmother, teach you to clean up, military teach you to clean up. So when I got to church, I'm just like, man, if it was dirty, I was on it. So I would have to say ministry. I was the straight cleanup dude. Nobody had to tell me. I wanted to see the church house clean. Amen. Okay. So when was it when you knew that you were called to preach? I couldn't even tell you the year, man. I, I want to say I was in church uh, maybe five years, and we were having a prayer service. We were having a prayer and shut-in, matter of fact. And um, one, one of those nights... God just spoke to me. I was in the corner uh, crying and doing all of the church shenanigans. And he called me to preach. And I walked up to my pastor and she pretty much confirmed it. Uh, so I knew. So I want to say like five years into me being saved. Okay. So you was just still on fire. You know, your fire didn't get, you know, dimmed down a little bit. You still on fire for God. And you, you got the calling to preach. And now... 
Um, I have to ask you this. Did you run? Run from what? Church? The calling, of, the calling of preaching. Well, well, yeah, if you say preaching, I'm going to say no. Because like you said, um, I was still young in church. I still had that fire on me. I wasn't uh, contaminated by church or people. I was hungry. So for the call to preach, I wouldn't say I ran from. I was I was driven to it. I was ready. I was hungry for that. So that part, I'm going to say, no, I didn't run from that part. Okay. So when you first got into preaching, because everybody thinks that once you become a preacher, you just all saved, no issues, no nothing. What was some of the tribulations you went through um, when you first became a preacher? Man, you you hitting hard, right? <laughs> um, for me uh, to be transparent, I don't I don't mind this stuff. It was my attitude. Um, <clears throat> I was young. I probably was in like my early mid twenties, uh, and uh, it was just my attitude. Um, pretty much then, uh, in the church I was going to, nobody could tell me nothing but my pastor. We had other elders, we had associate preachers, but nobody could tell me nothing but her. So. Um, I was on that grind of like, it's her way or no way. And uh, even at that time, I love Jesus, but uh, she was like my, uh, she my pastor, my mentor. So pretty much if she said uh, the moon was yellow, I would believe that. And so nobody could say nothing to me. So when you came at me foul, I was just rebellious. I was just an angry little dude um, calling myself a preacher. Okay. So what was one of the biggest things while going through those trials that you learned more about yourself? Hey, listen, what I learned about myself is that um, uh, pretty much I wasn't me. And what I mean by that is uh, I wasn't who I was, if I can be uh, deep for a second, I wasn't who I was purposed to be. I was mm -hmm. still trying to be uh, the street kid. I was still trying to be uh, that in their life, I, I wasn't a church boy. I was in church, but I was still trying to be about the streets, still trying to talk that talk, walk that walk, and still um, be who the streets uh, called me to be. And so that's why I was so angry because um, the church didn't take a hold of me yet. I was still trying to figure out who I was. So mm -hmm. um, just my anger and things, it just took me to a place of I have to it put me in this journey of I have to find out who I am uh, as a, a Christian, as a man of God, as a as a person. Because now I was in church, I was trying to figure out is the street life or the church life. I was caught in the middle. Got you. So one thing I have to ask is, um, after being called to preach and now preaching, when the call of pastoring, how was that? Man, that was. That was rough. That was ugly uh, because the call of pastoring, uh, my pastor actually passed away and I moved on to a different church. And the same time God actually called me to pastor, I was actually in the midst of a, a like a church run, like a church, like I'm out. So it made it look like I was starting a church out of anger mm -hmm. um, because I didn't want to be at this church no more. Uh, but the short version is pretty much being surrounded by some good people. Somebody actually had the confidence to tell me 
don't do it, you're going to kill people. Mm. So I actually listened and didn't pastor. I just, I actually went to another church and sat and it wasn't, and I sat and ran pretty much for about three years uh, before I even started actually being uh, a pastor. So it was still another three years where I had to like find myself, calm down, uh, get rid of this uh, angry, like cocky, like I love God, I can preach, uh, dude. And so another three years, I was just pretty much on this journey of, hey, what you want me to do? I got the vision, I got the name, let me know. And so for three years, I was just walking in like, I'm at church, but I wasn't at church. So I have a quote for you, and I want you to, to, I guess you could decipher it the way that you feel it. There's a quote that says that people lead the way, um, people will follow you the way that you followed others. Man, I got it. I got it. I actually know where you're going. And for me, uh, actually what, say, what makes that work for me is, uh, and I'm using my first pastor, I'm always going to uh, follow uh the God is my first pastor. Uh, the way I served, <clears throat> the way I followed um, her, it would just make it dynamic, people understand. And to be honest, uh, the next two churches that I actually followed in all of my uh, dysfunction, I still honored and served in excellence, if that makes sense. So I think uh, where I am today, if I can fast forward a little bit for the same question is, it makes it so easy where I think people can draw gravitate because it's not about me. I think people can actually, um, God had to help. Like this guy is a servant. And, um, so it's easy to follow because I'm, a, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna do it with you. Not you do it. Cause I told you to, I mean, if we go play in the mud, I'm gonna play in the mud. Amen. So I have to ask you about, about this. Cause this, um, something that, my therapist told me that was really deep stuck with me and I keep asking people about it. So he said the, the, the acronym for ego is edging God out. And a lot of times you hear people say, I want to be a pastor, which I don't know nobody crazy. I, I could tell you right now, and the people probably heard me say this before, is that I've never in my life thought I would be a pastor. I'm, that was the last thing on my list. I wasn't trying to be a pastor. I wasn't trying to be responsible for nobody. And when I found out at the age of 11 that you lose innocence, and if you have somebody walk away from Christ, the blood is on your hands, I was like, whoa, that's too much. Like, I was like, oh, that, that's deep. That means if I say something wrong and show the bad, uh, bad representation of God and people were seeing me as that Christian boy, that I get in trouble with God because I pushed them away for showing the wrong representation. Can you kind of expound on that? Yeah. And, I'm, and <clears throat> even to say to that, I'm going to say, uh, I'm noticed um, probably can be all preachers. But for me, I want to say God gave me a second chance. Uh, on that point of when people were in leadership, I was disrespectful, I was cocky, I was egotistical. And um, like to the point, of, like I said, you couldn't tell me nothing except for the pastor. And I believe God gave me a second chance to get it right. And he created this, or I had to run, I had to cry, and I had to really, like, really find myself to create this real genuine humility. Mm -hmm. And 
And the point is, like, in order to, for people to follow you, they have to see something real. I don't care what nobody says. I know for myself, mm -hmm. people actually know real anointing. I don't care if you have gimmicks. I don't care if you just sincere all the way. People actually know. We stay at churches or in groupings because that's what we want to, even if we see wrong or whatever. But people know real anointing and they know when you've been through, some, been through something. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have to say that that running, uh, that separation actually brought me to a place to create a humility where like, uh, even in my my wrong, my my back talk, my backlash, my anger, you couldn't, it's almost like David. You couldn't tell me that I didn't love God. You couldn't tell me that I wasn't a man of God. You couldn't tell me that none of my words or messages meant anything until God said, all oh, that stuff don't even matter now. That's not who you are. And it broke me down to a point of like trash, like humility, like I just wanted to just duck and hide until I came out where when you see me, I really believe you see Christ. No matter no matter how you see me or what you think you know about me, I'm at a point now I want to make sure you see Jesus in my life. Amen. Yes. That does. So I have to ask you as a minister and as a pastor, what is a scripture that keeps you grounded? Man, that's it. That's a lot. Um, but I would have to say, this is my, as a minister and as a pastor, I'm going to go to the Old Testament uh, for this one. And uh, it's Chronicles. Um, and I think I talked about this a couple of months ago, where the preachers, or they were ministering when they came back into the tabernacle. And the Bible says, uh, as they were uh, worshiping, that a cloud, a smoke, came into the sanctuary where the priests could not even minister. And I like that so much because it always keeps me to a point of humility that the church service, no matter what order of service we make, no matter what bulletin we create, that if you're saying that in your church, God is the author of your church, that God is the, um, the service holder, then there's no reason to have a bulletin. There's no real reason to have an order of service except for maybe like a guideline. Because if you're saying that God is running the church, then at any moment he can switch it. So if I'm me, if I'm following my order of service that I created, I have no room to hear how he actually wants it to run. Mm. So that scripture is personal for me because if he wants the service to move where he gets all the glory, my message doesn't even matter. No matter how much time I put into it, I'm not going to get up there and preach it because that I'm saying that God honored us enough to show up in a presence that we actually think we created, but we didn't. Yeah, okay. So one thing I, I just to all the people that's tuned in, welcome to Anointed Radio. Make sure you share, like, and subscribe. And we have Pastor Russell Bowman. We know him as Pastor Russ. And um, one thing I wanted to ask you is this. With And I've asked so many people across this nation the same question. What is the future of church? Because there's so many people that think that the same norm after the pandemic is going to go. There's some people that saying that, you know, 
that um, the, the, the same old, same old got to stop. And there's been debates on that. So what do you see of how first, because especially with, um, if people didn't know at Christ the King, we have a, um, uh, this month we were talking about healing. Yes. And I think that's very uh, detrimental of what we're talking about right now, because so many people have, we had a, a man, uh, uh, I want to say a show a few months back about church hurt. Right. And that's, it was a big one because people really are hurt. There's a lot of people hurt. There's a lot of people that's really holding in hurt. There's a lot of people that's putting a mask on and coming to church. Um, and then, you know, one thing that people have said, you know, the church is so big. My pastor don't even know I'm hurting. There's Then there's the people that are going and getting hurt by the church due to gossip and due to so many things. So it is a need for healing. But what do you see that would bring um, the church as a body? Because no matter what individual island is doing, if there's still that hurt out there, it's still hurting the message even if you have the church that's really doing for God, because we, I believe you said in Bible study that all the, you can start seeing all these big churches and they do all these things. But then when it comes to the small churches, there's not so much support, but the small churches are really trying to do right. And then the big church could even have some demons in there and they would follow it because of, you know, the hype and the emotion, but there's no change. So what would you say would be a real start for the church to start healing, especially for the people that might be listening that have been hurt by pastors, that have been hurt by um, by the body, you know, because people are not perfect. Now, I have to put that out there because my uncle's in the comments saying there's no such thing as church hurt. A lot right. of times people have to realize there's a, uh, it is people because misery do love company. I want to preach yeah. on that one day, yeah. that there's people that will hurt you because they their life is in such a, of a misery and, and hurt that they want everybody to feel the way they feel but it's not the representation of what christ is doing yes that is yeah. right but there are still people that have to in a way how can i say this so i go back to my question have to start addressing these things because we can't the spirit of sweeping it under the rug is a demon that is a, a hush demon that will try to hush you from every situation because if you start sweeping things under the rug with one situation, it will keep going with other situations. And the Bible does say, if you have a ought with your brother or your sister, go to them and, and make it right. So what do you say about that, Pastor? Uh, let's just go back to the beginning of the question. Um, for, for church terms, I can just say we all have to come to a point of repentance. And what I mean for that is, everybody looks at uh repentance as just turning away from your bad deeds but that's not uh really the um dynamic definition of repentance repentance if you look up in greek it actually means a changed mind first of all we have to begin to change our mind and thoughts towards church and towards our own walk because we can always be hurt you're going to be hurt by a man uh you're going to be hurt by a disease or infirmity you're going to be hurt by your own life decisions but we recover from that it seems like church is the one that nobody can recover from uh oh it did me wrong i'm over it i'm gonna find something else um i'm just done with it but uh church is the foundation of everything i mean we can get into that that's a, that's a long story 
But what happens is we have to begin to change our mindset. That's the first point as individuals, as people, and as a body of Christ. Because now uh, we can't even do church the same. And I'm not even talking about like internet. I'm not talking about millennials. I'm talking about to the point of if everybody is paying attention, a lot of the older preachers, leaders are passing away. And what has happened is people that actually have fire, real anointing, are either scared to step up or they haven't been taught how to walk in it or they just don't want to do because they are hurt and they've seen so much. But somebody, some of us have to step up in that realm. But what has happened is, nobody wants to talk about this, is some of the old preachers, and again, if you got a problem with it, hey, Pastor Russell, Facebook, Instagram, um, some of us have not been given the opportunity because some of our leaders that have passed away know the real fire was on us and were intimidated. So we didn't really have the opportunity. So now that we're out here alone and want to share with people, nobody know us. So we got to start from ground zero because the baton was not actually passed. So point one is we have to change our mindset according to the decision that, um, that we made about God, uh, about the situation that happened with church to make us turn away from him. And also to the point of finding a leader that can help bring you into a place of healing, freedom, and victory. That's what we got to start at, the basics. Amen. Amen. All I can say is amen. Change the mindset. Repentance. Break break that down. Change the mindset. I, I really like that point. Um, so let's go on to now um, with CTK. So with CTK, um, you're now the new pastor of CTK. And we have uh, we're CTK is expanding. Our overseer, Pastor Juanita Julius, went to Atlanta. So soon there'll be CTK Atlanta. And then we have um, CTK Las Vegas, the, I guess you could say the mothership, the, the start, the foundation of it. And um, you had a video that kind of went viral where it was talking about our youth center that we we wanted to do so can you kind of expound on the youth the plan and the vision that you have for ctk and about the youth center man listen that's 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 just a big one so i start here keep it simple children young people are important to the church the paul sila Children and young people are important to the church. You win children, you win teenagers, you win families. Um, I'm always a believer, it could be my opinion. If you don't have a children's church, if you don't have a youth ministry, then it's a dead church. So it's important uh, that this happens. And where does it even come from? Uh, a building is open, a suite is open, but God has already laid uh, the vision into play. Uh, just with the name, the name is going to be called the uh, Flame Youth Center, Flame Youth Center, faith, living, anointing, manifested every day. That's what Flame is. And it's just going to be a safe haven for young people. I mean, the first point of it, they're going to have entertainment, they're going to have the games, all the stuff kids want to do. Um, in the back, we want to have uh, 
homework sessions, tutorial sessions, different places with computers set up so the kids can uh, study, do it or learn, do what they have to do. Uh, classrooms for Bible study. The word is going to happen um, in the youth center. We're going to have multi-purpose uh, centers where it be for the children's church, uh, youth church on Sundays. But it's going to be a safe haven. I mean, we're working on somebody was saying put a studio in there uh, for different scenarios with the kids. But the biggest vision of it is to create a safe place for the young people in Las Vegas. Now I'm new. I'm a new. I'm new here. I'm three years in. Um, somebody else could be doing this. I'm not saying I'm the pinnacle or the starting point, but where we are, uh, a youth center is needed to save the kids on their shot and gangs living on the street. We don't know whoever it is. Uh, we want to provide a place for them to be safe, find out who God is, and give them a fighting chance to succeed in life. Well, that's that's powerful because, you know, I know uh, back home, the Panthers did stuff for the children, you know, from homework to uh, the free lunch program to different tutoring. I even remember those um, Panther members that would come and take us in the poverty areas to Disneyland for the first time, take us down to, to be able to give us the experiences yeah. so that we could be able to see that there's more than our environment and we could do more. So one thing that I would want to say is what would be needed um, for the completion for this youth center? Because I think it's important. There's a lot of people, if people don't know a lot of funding um, for a lot of youths youth things, YMCA's, boy, girl club, those have been cut and you don't see many anymore. And since pandemic, a lot of them um, have not opened back up because it wasn't as some to some people, it wasn't essential, which we have to understand if the kids do not have something to do or have something positive to do with their time, they're going to go mess up their kids. Like, you know, remember when you were a kid, I always hate how adults always forget that when they were kids, when they were bored, they did something dumb. We, we've all been there, done that, got a postcard. But to be the change in the community, um, you have to have a youth center somewhere where people could go play basketball, somewhere where they could get the tutoring that they might not be able to get at home because they, their parent always works. You know, to be able to find a new hobby or to be able to find um, something that they can do that turns into a skill, which may makes them money in the future and to, and to know that it is a safe haven and know that it's God-based where they're going to teach them standards, morals, and how to conduct themselves. It's, it's really important. Y'all hope y'all are really listening, but what is some of the things that would be needed for this youth center that CTK is starting to try to do? Well, the first and most important thing that people don't like to talk about is money. And what we said in the video, um, the goal has been set. We we just it can go higher, but we're just asking twenty people uh, to stand with us on this vision for the youth center, not for the church stuff, for the youth center to stand with us for five hundred dollars. It's June, July, August, September, October. Not every month, unless that's what you want to do, and God is putting in your spirit. But we asking for five hundred dollars one time, one hundred dollars a month, fifty dollars every two. Uh, twice a month, whatever way you want to do it, if you can't do 500. But first, we're asking for money. So when it's time to come to possess the suite, things will be paid for. We won't owe nobody. Uh, that can be done by way of Cash App. 
at money sign ctk1173 also you might not be that person but you have ways of getting hands on uh vending machines or that we want to put in there for the kids uh put snacks and different things in their vending machine you might have a way to get to that uh the uh arcades or the basketball hoop thing uh to put inside the, the room uh, you might have a way to get those things uh computers um uh chairs tables uh bean bags um even down to the suite it's completely empty uh we need sinks we want to put a uh kitchen in there so we can prepare food properly uh for the young people hey you might know somebody with a deep sink uh with the stove or the industrial oven all these different things are needed so you might not can't give the money but you can actually supply the actually tools to put the stuff in place uh our contractor we need walls knocked down we need uh different walls put up you might not want to give but you can supply your time it doesn't matter what it is we want to make this thing successful and not owe nobody we want to go in open the doors and say look what god did and is marvelous in our eyes amen so simply you know it's not it's, i know everybody be like oh here you go go ask for some money no if you can just give your time that's why i used to always love teaching the four t's because a lot of people don't know the four t's of stewardship where it talks about your time your temple because if you can't right. don't take care of your body you can't do nothing your talent which comes into if you're an it person if you're a, con a contractor of electrician plumber cook if you could go and just donate something um and then your treasures your money because a lot of people you know don't feel like being bothered with doing those things nowadays where you could just be like, you know, I'll donate to that to be able to go for a good cause. We, we donate a lot of stuff to a lot of things. This can give back to your community. This could go back to your kids because guess what? You might live in North Las Vegas and you want your kids to go to a safe place, a place where they don't have, you don't have to worry about them. Then you can help out. If the community comes out, each one, teach one, each one, reach one. If we come as a community, we could be able to really get this youth center up on the ground where you and you and guess what? We're going to need people to volunteer time to help with the youth, which you will go with the backgrounds and all that good stuff because it's dealing with kids. But your time, anything that you could do with your time, painting, anything um, for this youth center, it would be greatly appreciated. So um, definitely whatever you could do, if you know somebody, if your cousin Ray Ray could come and do some things. Let them know because this youth center is, could be beneficial for all the youth in that area to be able to help out right off Rancho and Craig right there. A lot of people live there and you could be able to just drop your kids off and know that they're safe. Know that they're safe. So now let's go into the vision of CTK. What do you see for the vision of CTK as a church as a whole? Listen, number one, reach the community all churches say that listen reach the community the church is the community so if you're not in the community you're not a church the first part of the vision is to reach the community let the people know we're here for them you got to start there we're a people church we're a family church i'm a big fan of family if you know if nobody knows anything else about me no matter what you think about me I love Jesus and I'm big on family. 
we have to get into the community and find the needs of the people and begin to help. That's the purpose of the church. Part two of the vision of the church is to help people understand that you can be healed, delivered, and set free through Jesus Christ. What does that mean? It doesn't matter what you're going through, if it's the church hurt, if it's past hurt, if it's uh, mental illness, uh, if it's a suicide. I believe as a man of God that I believe that if we're talking about Jesus Christ, that through the spirit of God and the anointing of God in the word of God, people can be set free. People can be delivered from spirits. Chains can be broken. Weights can be lifted. And you can live a victorious Christian life without doubt, without fear, without going backwards. You can move forward as a new person in Jesus Christ. That's Bible. So the vision is family, deliverance, healing, and freedom, the community. Okay. So, and then last question is, do you have any events that's coming up that um, CTK is doing? Come on here. It's going down. Pastor C is going down Sunday. The whole month of May, we have been doing a healing uh, ministry service. Uh, God just been good. We just been dealing with healing uh, physically, mentally, spiritually. And this is the last Sunday of the month. And so what best the way to have a family reunion and turn up is to have food. So to close out the healing service, talking about victory, after service on Sunday, we are having this Sunday, y'all. This Sunday, May 20, May 30th. This May 30th. Sunday, May 30th, after service, we are having a barbecue. I'm talking about food. I'm talking about chicken, hot dogs, ribs, soda, pop, tables, tents, lions, and tigers, and bears. Oh my. We're going to have the bouncy for the kids. I don't know if we're going to have ice cream or not. But here comes the good part, as I said in my little promo. You don't have to be a member of the church to come and eat and to hang out to have a good time. We want you to come and fellowship and find out who we are at Christ the King. Find out who I am. Find out who Pastor C is. Find out the other people. Get to know us because we want to get to know you. We want you to sit down with us, eat some ribs, some chicken, some soda, some potato chips, some macaroni and cheese, some baked beans, some potato salad. I'm trying to tell you, this is not made up. Uh-oh, somebody got, somebody got excited. Um, uh, <laughs> it's going to be crazy. This Sunday, May 30th, be there or be square. Service starts at 930. We're going to be done about 11, 1115. But the grill is already going to be burning by our very own Pastor C. He's going to be cooking and burning. So bring your family. Don't just bring you to test the waters. I'm telling you, it's a safe place. It's a safe place. Come, fellowship, uh, and enjoy yourself. Free food. Hey, if you want to bring some soda, bring your own bag. As long as it got some Welch's grape soda in it or orange. Grape and orange. I know how we get down. Grape and orange. Nothing else. And you know, we got First Lady in the comments saying, don't forget about the gas giveaway, Pastor. Oh, man, she went down there July 10th. July 10th. This is where we're going to close it out. July 10th at uh, Rancho 
and Jones and Alexander, where it turns uh, Jones and Alexander off from Rancho, the gas station there, I think it's Sinclair. We are giving away $1,000 worth of gas. We are giving away $1,000 worth of gas, $20 gas cards. We want you to come. We want to pump the gas for you and invite you to Christ the King Christian Fellowship. Listen to me. Y'all not hearing me. We are giving away $1,000 in free gas. You don't know what time is going down. You'll find out that day. But it's going down at that gas station. You don't know what time. But July 10th is going down at the, I want to say, Sinclair gas station at Jones and Alexandria in Rancho. And it's free gas. Come there and get your gas. Trust me. Oh, it's $20. Guarantee you, you're going to love every minute of that $20. So July 10th, hey, come get your gas because I know you're going to need it that day. It's happening. It's going down. Christ the King, free gas in your car. Petro for the people. He like Nino Brown with gas, y'all. Yes. like <laughs> holiday turkeys. You get it. You get gas. You get gas. Amen. So with that being said, Pastor, go ahead and uh, tell us where the church location is one more time for people that might be just joining in and uh, where they can find you. Amen. Listen, Pastor Russell Bowman, I'm on Facebook. Just look me up, Russell Bowman on Facebook. Look me up on IG at Russ underscore B11 underscore 73. You'll see me there. Hey, or if you want to find me in another spot, you will find me at Christ the King Christian Fellowship 4085 North Rancho Drive, Suite 110, Suite 120. It goes down at Bible study at 630 uh, on Thursday nights. It's going down on Sundays at 9.30 a.m. Sunday morning. And in June, we're starting the first and third Friday of the month, of every month, we will be having prayer in the building. You might just want to come through and get some prayer in. We will pray for you, or you can just pray with us. But it's going down at 4085 North Rancho Drive. Be there or be square. Amen. Amen. So well, I wanted to first of all just say thank you, Pastor, for coming on to Anointed Radio. We really appreciate you. And um, if any of the listeners are listening, make sure you share, like, and subscribe. Make sure you download the Anointed Radio app and make sure you check out Christ the King. If you don't have a church home, if you don't have a church, you're looking for a church with great leadership where they care, where they want to make sure that you have a, a, a changed, renewed mind and be able to leave out with some tools so that when you by yourself and you don't know what to do, you can remember some of the tools that, that the leadership and what pastor or executive pastor might have said to you. And you could be able to know some more of the word and be able to hear the word plain. Because you know how the theologians could get sometimes, you know, with the breakdowns and the different words and the different languages. I'm like, I hardly understand English. How are you going to go ahead and go into a different language on me? You know, so make sure I'm going to put a little gem out there like Pastor Russell said. Make sure you get you a, a little amplified Bible, you know, just in case you can follow and get your word in for all my beginning Bible studying uh, people that are trying to know the word. And and if you really want to get broken down, go ahead and get you a messenger Bible mm. and it'll tell you every piece without if you don't understand it, it's because you didn't want to understand it. Yeah, so that's, that, that was free game for you. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and our close out. And we just thank you, Pastor Russ, for being on tonight. And one thing I want you to know is that
that with every show, you could go ahead and check out all of our past shows on our podcast platform where you hear it, whatever show we had on everything, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Radio.com, Spotify, whatever out there except title. Because Jay-Z be hating. Simple as that. I'm going to get a shirt that says that. With that being said, um, make sure you download the Anointed Radio app and know that Anointed Radio loves you. So make sure you love us. And make sure you go download the Anointed Radio app and share, like, and subscribe. We'll see y'all next week. Bye, y'all.